you make me want to shoot.
It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some All ass. right, here we go. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. Ah, good Friday morning, ass family. What's going on? Welcome to another fun-filled edition of... The Arnie State Show. Now, if I sound a little different, sorry. I, I, I went to the backup mic because I did pretty much the whole show yesterday with no left hearing. I'm working on it this weekend. I, I think I got a way to fix it, so we'll see. Uh, but yes, so I'm here, ready to go. Hopefully you're you're good. Everybody okay after the big earthquake last night? Yeah, see, it gets to me. Yeah, yeah you, you, know, you don't think I'm going to know. That a 4-7 earthquake hit right outside a truckie? Of course I know. What is, this, is this a battle that you guys are trying to have with me? Oh, let's see. Got to turn these headphones up a little bit. Different headphones. There we go. Um, But yeah. Oh, wow. That was way too hot. Sorry. Whoa. That was hot as hell. Okay. There we go. Better. Much better. Um, Yeah, I mean... Look, we just had a bunch of tornadoes and stuff happen down here, okay? You don't have to throw out a big earthquake at me. Did it wake everybody up? Did it fuck everybody up? I mean, it hit, what, right outside of Truckee? People in Stockton felt it. Nobody in Stockton felt it. Everybody was too high in Stockton to feel it. Or they're getting stabbed. One of those things. It happened about 9.30 last night near Independence Lake. Anybody close to that? All right, well, hey, there you go. You had a big earthquake. Congratulations. Uh, let's get some good mornings out of the way. Uh, first one here, Adam J. Adam J. Adam J. Cheated. I, I saw that he did this yesterday as soon as the show ended. Nobody wrote anything in between then. He says, happy Friday morning, ass family. Am I first? LMFAO. Adam J., I, 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 you know what? Since nobody nobody got in before that, it, it, I got to give it to you. Braddy Kid uh, is here. Good morning, Braddy Kid. I hope you have a great day. Straight Fire says, I love me some ass. Thanks for doing what you do, Arnie. Well, thank you, Straight Fire. Douglas says, happy Friday, y'all. Uh, all you asses. Yep. Tim in Grass Valley says, good morning, ass family. Hi, Mama says, happy Friday, ass. Yes. Uh, music brought back memories to junior high. Well, shoop. Dave Coe says, good morning. I have some breaking news. It's Friday. Look at that. You made it. It is Friday. How awesome is that? Sassy Pammy says, good Friday morning to you. Alicia says, good morning and happy Friday. Love this song, Candyman. Scott says, happy Friday, Arnie and Ass Family. Hangtown Jim says, happy Friday, Ass Family. Gail says, that wasn't an earthquake. That was my bed. <laughs> Damn climate chain. Arise, good morning to you in Oklahoma. Uh, a couple weeks ago, there was one. Uh, we were in Tahoe. That motherfucker shook the house. Four seven, holy shit! Is that even worth to uh, rebuild after something like that? My mama says I felt it. Uh, four seven, I mean four seven. That's that's legit, right? I mean, it, it, it's not a big big one, but you don't want a big big one. I think the biggest one I ever went through was the what seven something up in uh, up in Seattle. That was fucking oh god! That was the worst. I'll now, I, I, I will never forget it. I don't know why all natural disasters sound like freight trains. Maybe should, they should change the name, the sound of freight trains. Because whenever I hear a freight train, I get a little nervous. Because when you, it's what everybody says when they hear a tornado. Fucking, it's like a freight train coming through. 
And that's what the, the, this sounded like. This earthquake sounded like that on the 17th floor. We had just gotten done doing the show up in Seattle. Um, it, was, uh, it was a Wednesday. It was the day after Fat Tuesday. I remember because they, they would have like this weird fake Mardi Gras party every year in Seattle, which I thought was stupid, but whatever. And like this giant like uh, balcony had had crashed to the ground due to the earthquake the next day. That's, it was a big deal. But we had just gotten off the air. We had just gotten off the air. We're sitting there, and all of a sudden, we're sitting in our office, and it you hear this sound. You hear like this train coming around. You're like, what the fuck? And then one person in the office goes, eh, but yeah, it's an earthquake. And that's when the building started going back and forth. And I, I look, hey, I'm a flatlander. I'm from Texas. I don't know any better. I'm like, the building's going to fucking snap in half. They're like, no, no, it's built, to, it's built to do that. I'm like, why would you build a building to go back and forth? How about you just build a building that stays in place? The, the midday guy, he came running through, and he, he yelled at our program director, whose name was Clark, Clark Ryan. What a douche nozzle. He goes, Clark, I, I, I just don't feel broad. I, I, don't, I don't feel comfortable in the studio right now. And before they could even ask us, I was fucking gone. I was out. I, and I had the team out. I was like, let's go, because I knew we were going to get called in. I was like, nope, I'm not staying for this shit. I got a tea time. Which I actually did. And uh, so I want to take the fucking elevators down. Oh, of course not, because I'm with all these fucking Californians that know everything. I have to walk down 17 flights of stairs. Now, this is back when I was working out. But still, do you think I wanted to go down 17 flights of stairs? There was no chance in the first place that I was going to walk playing golf that day. Now we had cemented that in stone. I'm taking a cart. And, of course, as we get to the bottom floor, um, <laughs> we open the door and I see people getting off the elevator. I'm like, God damn it! Traffic was horrible going home because, like, the whole city shut down. All of Seattle just shut down. And if you lived out where I lived, I lived like 15 miles away from downtown Seattle. I lived in Issaquah. And that 15 miles doesn't sound like much, but and, and honestly, it was literally two streets and then 15 miles of freeway. I was like, boom, boom, on the freeway, gone. But everybody was headed home. And like, if you were coming into downtown Seattle on a Friday night, good luck. That's like a two and a half hour trek. Did you almost die? No, I did not almost die. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Chow. When I lived in Angel's Camp, they called all the people who lived in the Valley Flatlanders. Yeah, oh yeah. Dave Coe was, uh, says, I was at Game 3 of the World Series in 89. Giant earthquake. That was an earthquake right there. Wow. Uh, I lived in the Bay when the bridge collapsed. I remember that shit even though I was about six. Anything smaller isn't anything to be considered about. Concerned about. Uh, you were that one. That one right there, 1989. That was it. Lomo Prieta, right? Isn't that what it was called? 
I remember I was I, I was coming home. I was picking my parents up at the airport. I lived here in Dallas. I was picking up my parents at the airport, and game. I don't remember what game of the World Series that was. Was that game one? Game three of the World Series. And we were going to watch it at this guy, this, uh, the, the guy who still does cowboy games. He had this shitty bar called Brad Shams. Hated Brad Shams. Brad Shams a piece of shit. Still hate him. Uh, but he had a restaurant. And we were going to go there and watch this game. And then all of a sudden we got there and we saw all this, this, this coverage. And they were just in Reno. My parents used to go about that time of year every year. The year before, my dad could have won a shit ton of money. The Reds were going off at something like 5,000 to 1 to sweep the A's in the World Series. And they did. Or was that the next year? Was that 1990? That was 1990. He didn't bet on that. I almost died in the Loma Prieta earthquake. I was supposed to be at a friend's house after school, and Dad forgot to pick him up. So I went home. Well, their house would have been sliding down a hill as soon as the earthquake struck, and where he and I would have been, in the house would have been no chance to escape. Wow. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. Yeah, so big earthquake. Well, not really big. I, I wouldn't say big. 4-7. Eh, earthquake. Eh, I, I'll give you that one. I mean, if it's above a 5, definitely above a, a, a 6. That's earthquake. All right. All right, so I got that story out of the way. All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, let's see, uh, did not go to the movies last night, uh, gonna go to the movies tonight, go see, uh, Man of Wrath, or Wrath of Man, whatever the, the, the new Jason Statham movie is. Uh-huh, gonna go do that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be working on, and by the way, Christopher, if you're here, uh, watch out for that kid in the, in the back who has the gun. You're in Fresno, so there's definitely a kid on the bus with a gun. Um, I got your list. Because we're going to do the tough chicks. Now, now I'm going to have to amend some of yours because you got superheroes on. Nobody yesterday was a superhero when we did the tough guy list. So we can't have superheroes on there because I, I wanted to, just to fuck with Alicia, put Brie Larson on there. But Captain Marvel can't be on there. Just to see what Alicia's response to having Brie Larson on the tough girl list would be. Just saying. I, I, I thought that'd be fun. But you, you did turn, you, there's a lot of them that I'm going to use. So, Christopher, first of all, let me just say thank you. Great work. Very, very diligent. I appreciate it. I'm going to have to, I'll, I'll work on it some more this weekend. But thank you, sir. Alicia says, fucker. <laughs> Alicia, it wasn't my idea. It wasn't mine. Um, By the way, uh, just, uh, <laughs> oh look look at that look 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 at look at that first comment that's just mean arnie from bratty kid isn't that weird huh. <laughs> um by the way uh you know the president was going or i'm sorry the former vice president Joe Biden's been going around talking how he's been doing such a great job with it or great job getting the jobs back in America. Yeah, the problem is, is that he's not. He's not.
Yesterday they announced the new jobs, and it sounds like a lot, but it's not from what they were expecting. 266,000 new jobs uh, hit the hit the, the work world last week or last month. By the way, they were expecting close to 978,000 new jobs. Now, I, I hate to ask this question. How was unemployment during that orange guy's tenure? Oh, that's right, low, low, lowest ever. For for ever for everybody that, that 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 that's ever oh okay lowest for everybody that's weird that is strange hmm yeah all around town here I see signs saying we're closed or closing early due to short staffing yeah well look this is what's going to have to happen the short staffing has to happen because they have so many of these fucking bullshit rules in place now that not the former administration, but the former, former administration can take full credit for. Some people look at these things as, okay, this is mandatory and we need this in the workplace, such as if you have more more than 40 full-time employees, you must offer health care. I think that one's still on the books. So what happens? They hire 39 and they work them like dogs. Because you don't have to offer them health care. You don't have to pay. Or you work them 39 hours a week. That's it. Businesses found a way around that. See, this is the whole thing. I remember growing up, you would hear about jobs. You would hear about your parents or your parents' friends getting jobs. And you'd listen for that word as a kid. There was a word that always came. Oh, do you get benefits? Now, I, 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 because I'm stupid, let, let me look up this word really quick. Benefit. I, I just want to see what the dictionary says. Uh, benefit definition. Uh, an advantage or profit gain from something. So this benefit, this advantage, these this insurance is gained from you working for this company. So that company offers that to to lure you to come there. That's why they're benefits. They're not mandatories. And it seems like the federal government said, well, you guys need to make these mandatories. And that's why you see that falling apart at the wayside everywhere you go in America. Because they wanted to initiate this Obamacare, this the, the, this godforsaken socialized health care. And look what it's done to us already. How many employers out there won't hire uh, X amount of employees because they don't want to have to offer benefits because they know they can't afford it? Some of these companies used to have benefits, but now they can't because they had full-time workers and they had part-time workers. Now all workers are all workers. 
All around, uh, let's see, Biden makes it hard to hire people, incentivize, incentivize people to not work. Well, that's the Democratic way. That's the Democratic way. We're going to tax the shit out of you, but we're going to give you a lot of shit. So if you don't work, it, 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 it it's going to suck, but it's not going to suck as bad as it would have. Uh, my last employer didn't offer that much benefits, but I agreed to employment based on that. I got recruited by another company and chose to join them because they offered better benefits. Yes, that's what it used to be about. But see, we've changed that even in society. You, you expect these people to offer stuff, and now they don't. And now people, oh, that's a terrible company. Well, no, they can't afford to offer that shit. And the companies that do, well, they're going to give you the fucking shit of yourself there. They can't because it costs too much. I said it once. I'll say it a billion times. If we can go back in time, simple, uh, th- this is simple. I would like to go back. Why is everything that way? That's weird. That shouldn't have done that. Okay. Um, but let's go back in time. Shall we? Instead of forcing our elected leaders, these people that we quote-unquote trust... Instead of them sitting around hammering out a deal to where the government provided this health care, why didn't they sit around and say, hey, we need to do our job and we need to go out to these insurance companies and make it to where if you have a pre-existing condition, you can still get coverage. You have to pay more. Why not? The, the, the sim- it's easy. Insurance isn't that hard. Just run everything like you run car insurance. If you're a good driver, your rates go down. So the healthier you are, your rates go down. If you're overweight like me and you have pre-existing conditions like me, your your price goes up because, well, that's just like if you got into a bad car accident or you got a DUI. You're still going to get insurance. It's just going to cost you more. Now, I don't know what ever happened to that idea in this world, but instead our senators all came around and they came up with their wonderful health care plan, which would have completely bankrupted all insurance companies, putting hundreds of thousands of people out of work, and then we would just have to sit around and wait for the death pools, or, or the de- I, I forget what they were called, uh, the, the groups that decided if you got tests or not. Because healthcare is expensive. This is uh, this is one of those things that I have been talking about professionally on the air for fifteen years. This idea that socialized healthcare—if socialized healthcare is so good—please somebody explain to me why I, I, I forget the year. It was two thousand something. It was right around the time it had to be like two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. Death panels. Thank you, Scott. 2011, 2012, somewhere in there. It was during uh, Barack Obama's uh, dictate, uh, presidency that the number two, the vice premier or the vice chancellor of Canada 
had open heart surgery in Florida. Now, riddle me this. If socialized health care is so great, which is what they use in Canada, why is the vice premier of Canada not using Canadian health care? Hmm. 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 Oh, 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 I need to answer that. That wasn't rhetorical. It's that simple. It is that simple. And leaders from other parts of the world come over here to get operations as well. Why? Because we're the best. That's why. That's not being xenophobic. We're the best. When all this social health care and all this social, you know, this social care happened in Great Britain, a lot of doctors quit their, their jobs. Because they didn't want to go through those death panels. I mean, I, there's plenty of stories about the death panels. Hell, we used to do it in the, in the, the bad news in, in the music that was happy. The nanny in, in Great Britain who complained of having massive headaches. And they didn't want to give her an MRI. So they didn't. Or give her a CAT scan. So they didn't. They told her she was having headaches because she was an au pair, like a nanny, and she wanted her own children. That was their diagnosis, and they gave her ibuprofen. Three days later, she died of a massive aneurysm that was right behind her eye that they could have spotted if they did a CAT scan. True story. Look it up. CAT scans are too expensive, though. People are wondering why the U.S. isn't higher. Because the, the rules are... You, you know how watching the NFL now kind of sucks because all the rules are against the defense? We don't get to see the big, gigantic hits anymore. Quarterbacks are treated like fucking ballerinas. It, it's all been whitewashed for us. Every, everything is. It, it's all cleaned up. It's horse shit. All right. Uh, all right, let's get to Captain Liar herself, Jen Pasaki, shall we? Jen Pasaki. This is something she admitted. Now, here, I once again, I have to fucking sound the alert bells. This is the headline. Jen Pasaki admits Biden taking impromptu reporter questions is, quote, not something we recommend. Uh, he's not asking if the grilled swordfish is fresh. That's when you make a recommendation. Honey, you're talking about the President of the United States of America, and then there's you, who says, yeah, we tell him, yeah, you might not want to take questions. But here's the thing, he's listening. So once again, I ask the question, ask family, Maybe you'll have answers today. I don't know. Who's running our country right now?
that is an interesting answer, Alicia. Big tech. Kamala and Nancy. I don't think Kamala's doing anything. I don't think Kamala's even in the country right now. Elmo! Corn Pop, because he's a bad dude. The left and the media? I understand who's who's running the narrative, and that would be the left and the media. But the presidency? Yesterday was really... And I know we talked about it, but we didn't talk, talk about it, like, in length. Because, well, I mean, there's really no ground to stand on for, for Donald Trump, who has been banned from Facebook yet again. And it's only for six months, but there's no reason behind it. The only reason is it's our company, it's our rules, we can do it if we want to. And I get it, and and look, I have to fight for them, because that is their right. But this feels like one of those things to me that it's a right you have when someone has earned it, earned you to use that right. And, and I just don't think that Donald Trump has done that. If you're going to allow people on there, like, you know, if you're going to allow prisoners to put videos up on your Instagram pages and the Facebook pages, you don't take those down, and you can see they're clearly in a jail. I feel Democrats have been continuing uh, controlling the country since Obama. Trump did try to bring us more center but I still think that the Dems still held him back. Oh, I, I think I think the Dems held him back. I think his, some of his own people held him back because they didn't know how far he was going to take it. Maybe they got a little worried. They kind of liked the status quo of things. I'm not sure. I mean, Mitch McConnell doesn't look like a guy who likes a lot of things changed. What does he have, like, 14 blue suits, eight black suits, maybe two gray suits? Dolly, where are Mitch McConnell? I'm Mitch McConnell. I sound like I'm asleep most of the time. When a company gets government uh, subsidies and they control platforms of which uh, we exercise our First Amendment right, I don't think the company should be immune from First Amendment protections. Hmm. Well, are they getting government... Is Facebook getting government subsidies? I mean, because we could cut that off, but they won't. See, that's the problem. That's the problem is that the government won't. Government ain't going to cut subsidies for them. There ain't enough Republicans in there to get them to do it. Now, maybe at the midterm election... I'll just go ahead and say this right now. Things are going to be shaken up in the midterms. I believe. And it's going to be fucking hold on to your fucking asses after that. Because that two years after that is going to be... That's going to be a ride. I'm just telling you. Whether it's Ron DeSantis, whether it's Donald Trump, 
I think that the uh, the Republicans are getting angered and angered and angered, and the more angry get, they get, they they don't realize what's going to happen. They just don't get it. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. No, no, and 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 I've said this forever, and I truly believe this. When it comes to playing dirty, the Democrats do a great job. But there ain't a dirtier player in the game than the Republicans. Liz Cheney is going to get booted out, but she'll probably end up getting replaced with a Republican. And if not, that that won't matter because they're going to they're going to flip a lot of seats. And honestly, I think that's why everything is at such a uh, breakneck pace in this current White House. And by breakneck, I mean everybody's working there except Joe and Kamala. I mean, all she's got to do is go to the border and act like she gives a fuck. That's all she has to do is once go down there. Her book is already being handed out down there. I'm sure Meghan Markle's book will be there next. But that will at least look like you're doing your job. I haven't even seen... Is she still alive? Is the Indian giant still alive? Or has she resided back to parts unknown? Government and big tech are working hand-in-hand. It's exactly like Demolition Man where Wesley Snipes couldn't kill that one guy, so he handed the gun off to another guy, and and he killed him. That's exactly the partnership that government and tech have on interrupting our First Amendment procedures or protections. Oh, I think think big tech right now is definitely, and this is the thing I don't understand. Maybe I, I never read this right. Wasn't it the, the Democrats that wanted to strip big tech of all a lot of their powers? Wasn't it, the, wasn't it the Democrats that were trying to break them up? Yeah, big tech has broken their back on the side of Democrats now. And you can't deny that. No matter what platform is out there. I mean, for fuck's sake, they tried to release a a platform that was for conservatives and people on the right, that parlor, and then that shit got shut down and then wasn't allowed on the app store. Now you've got super big tech involved because you got Apple involved. I mean, you want to think Facebook and, and, and Google... And, and 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 Twitter are big. Then there's Apple. And Apple said, "Yeah, you can't have that on our base." Well, well, that's kind of weird. I mean, nobody's looking into that. I think this is something that maybe our grandchildren's grandchildren may have to worry about. 
are the the new the 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 newest amendments to the Constitution. Because I think that there, it, something's going to happen with the internet. I hope it doesn't happen in my lifetime. But I do believe that there is going to the government wants to regulate it so bad, and they know that they can't without being called a dictatorship or like North Korea or like China, the government-controlled internet. No, they, they don't want to hear that even though they want control of the Internet. Uh, let's see. Let's change the about now. Okay, how do you figure that farmers don't have their own right to free speech because they do not control platform for the rest of us to talk? But here's the thing, Tim. <clears throat> you can choose not to use their platform. See, this is the beautiful thing about business in this country. Nobody is forcing you. I'm not sure about the farmers. Don't have freedom to determine their own freedom of speech. I I don't understand. He'll have to explain. But I get what he's saying. Look, if you don't like Facebook and you don't like the way it's run and you think it's one-sided and slated and you hate that, you don't have to use it. They know you don't have to use it, but they've got their hooks in you. Social media, whether it's whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, whether it's fucking I I don't care, some form of social media. And if you're not on it, then great, more power to you. But they know. Oh, I see what he's saying. Tim, they receive subsidies, so you said companies that get subsidies should not be immune from First Amendment protections. Okay, now I get it. Thank you, Ogre. Appreciate that. It's still a company, though, and you have the choice to use Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Ho-Hum, Parler, MeWe, whatever social media that's out there. You can choose to use it or not, and the problem is, is that they're smart. Why do you think the Apple agreement or the Facebook agreement or whatever agreement you read is 70 billion pages long? I want to know one person that has ever read all of that and then agreed to it. I know I got pissed a few weeks ago on the air because Apple had taken a song off of my playlist. They took it out of my personal library, a song that I bought and paid for. And they took it out. It's gone. And I was pissed, but it's part of that whole thing that I agreed to. I signed off on, hey, I got to allow this. If Apple decides something is this, I don't know what what paragraph of section Phase 16B, I don't don't know where it said that, but it says it in there, and I said AS on there. I agreed, Arnie States. Yeah, I still got mad at it, but who, who am I mad at? I'm mad at them. We're all mad at them. Whoever them is. If it's the fucking woke culture, we're mad at them. If it's big big tech, we're mad at them. 
and I get the frustration. I get it. I get that it, it, it pisses you off because here you are using that and you think, man, I've got every right. No, you don't. That's exactly what I'm saying, Arnie, but the government is controlling the narrative of the country by proxy through private governments who can do whatever they want. Well, they're controlling it by controlling the media. Hey, 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 look. The people that are in charge, no matter if they have an R or a D in front of their name, are going to try to control the narrative no matter what. And they're going to try to do their way no matter what. They're not going to let the other side stand in front of them because, you see, we don't have any more, we don't have this idea that we're going to work together anymore. So whether it's Republicans, whether it's Democrats, it seems like when there are Republicans in office, though, the Democrats at least have the power of the media on their side to say, hey, they can't run the ball too far. This is where shows like this and other, and this is why you're seeing the radio industry go away, because you have a lot more liberal people in the radio industry who are running radio stations, because radio used to be the pushback It used to be the media pushback to the left. That's why Barack Obama tried so hard to have equal programming put in. He he famously said, if there's four hours of Rush Limbaugh, there should be four hours of a, 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 a liberal talk show. No, it doesn't work that way. This is private business, sir. And that's why that never happened. They are. They're controlling the media and social media. And you can choose. This is the hardest part. This is the part that sucks is that we get fucking pissed off and we yell, they can't do that. And that's why we hate them because they're the ones doing that. We can choose not to watch their networks. We can choose not to use their platforms. We can choose not to use whatever products they're trying to pitch. That's the only way that we can we can get back at them if we don't vote the right people in office. Stop using Facebook. Stop using Instagram. I'm not. I, I'm just saying that would be a way to show a start. Nobody is willing to do that, though. Because we have to have our social media. It's an addiction. The media will, look, Here, the problem is the media is going to end up having to correct itself. The media is going to have a giant Mia Copa over this. The media has been trying to manipulate government and work hand-in-hand with the government since newspapers got big in the 19th century. Yes, absolutely. They want to feel like they're in the know. Because they have the right to know. That's what they believe. So your solution to my voice being silenced by corporate laws to silence me is to get off the public street corner and just silence myself voluntarily. How does that help anything? I never said get off the public street corner. Facebook is not a public place. It's a private business. If you want to go out there and preach from the streets, more power to you. You have every right to do that. 
And, and let me tell you this right now. If somebody wanted to impede your free speech, I would be the first one on your side saying he has the right to do this. But when it comes to social media, you think you're going to bang out some kind of great fucking uh, narrative on there? I, I, So do I. And then they take it down because it doesn't approve to community standards. Well, I don't know what fucking community is there in the community that I'm in. It's, it's approved by my standards. They take it down because they can. I don't like it. I don't like it at all, but they can. Say, Ogre says, Tim, you can always run for office yourself, write letters to the editor, get a sandwich board, megaphone. Essentially, it's where everybody goes to talk. Since we can't go to bars and churches anymore, and we're supposed to have free exchange of ideas and places that we go and talk, okay, let's one side of the conversation take place. And then the conversation or conservatives make their own places to talk, and then that place gets shut down. That's the power that's in right now. Yes. Yeah. Bravo. That that That's our world. That's what we saw happen all last year. But Facebook and other social media is considered the new public square. Yeah, but it's not. I mean, you can't take a shit in the middle of public square. So you don't have all the freedoms in the world, in the public square. Facebook is still a private company. Social media is still all private companies that you have to voluntarily sign up for. This pandemic, this last year, this pandemic, Tim, if you don't, you should now really jump on the side with me here. And to believe that this, there's a leader who, where's the leader? The Brazilian president. Finally, there's somebody who's come out. President Hyar Hare Bolsonaro suggests that the coronavirus made was made in a lab in a wage to lodge biological warfare. Well, I said that from the jump, man. Finally, another world leader is jumping on there saying, hey, this was a test run. The only way, come on, let, let, how many times do I have to explain this? Sadly, when reading Ogre's comments, uh, you had me till sandwich board. Somewhere around there, I started thinking about lunch. I'm sure it was well-worded and informative, though. Uh, unless that public square is in San Francisco, then yes, you can shit in the middle of public square. That is true. One more time. Last January, before the pandemic went crazy, January 2020, I remember laughing on the air thinking about something was said about the Iowa caucuses. And I remember laughing, thinking about who are the Democrats going to try and roll out against the juggernaut, also known as Orange Man also known as the bad man. 
because it was it was a foregone conclusion that no matter who ran against Donald Trump, they weren't going to show up. Joe, when Joe Biden's name was mentioned, everybody was like, well, he might get a few votes, but everybody was like, ah, maybe Bernie Sanders, but he's not going to beat him. Hell, I was saying the Democrats won't let him beat him. I was right about that. Kamala got less than 2% of the vote. And all these jokesters, Mayor Pete, all these idiots were in there. We knew, we knew nobody could unseat Trump. And the only thing, and it was joked about, the only thing that could get him out of office is if something, something were to happen to the economy, and that's not going to happen with this guy in office. And lo and behold, what happened? Now, could it all have been just a fluke? Sure. If you want to believe in flukes all the time, just so happens to be an election year. Okay. All right, I'll give you the fluke theory. I'll let you have a pass on that. But then I, I, I let me explain my further theory. The buck stops with the president. It always has when it comes to the economy. The economy was ruined due to the pandemic. It was not due to any sanctions that the president had made, any taxes that were going on, anything like that. There's no national shutdown of anything that wasn't pandemic-related. And most of those shutdowns were statewide, meaning Donald Trump had no authority to tell governors to stay open because he can't because of states' rights. Now, knowing that, I think uh, a lot of the key demographic or key dem- Democratic states held closed a, a little faster and a little longer in order to make sure that the economy was fucked. And you look at two major states of California, and you look at Michigan. As much fun as we make fun of the Detroit area, Michigan is still a gigantic employer in this country. Lots and lots of tax revenue comes from Michigan. Uh, And those states were shut the fuck down. Shit, Shit, most still are. You look at one of the biggest money makers in the United States of America, Las Vegas. Shut the fuck down. Democratic governor. Arnie, I think you may have just cracked the code. The Bidens were doing business in China. Trump has been kicking China's ass in the trade war. Election year comes up. China needs Trump gone. So they release a uh, mild pathogen that kills a little bit more than the people who flew. The world shuts down and the economy tanks. Trump's looks weak for a reason and are beyond his control. And Chinese social media bots on Reddit and other medias to push Biden into the White House. I didn't crack it. That's not, I, I'm not the only one who's had that theory. That, that theory that, that China released this because they were tired of dealing with Donald Trump because Donald Trump was not taking their bullshit. I've seen them. I've seen those stories. I I, I agree. And look, it's just all so convenient that all these things happen. 
Oh, that's just a conspiracy theory. That's crazy. There's no way they would release any kind of test like that, really. Okay. Because we, we, we never poison our own people, even in this country. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Let's see. By the way, Jim Pisaki also yesterday decided to bite the hand that's feeding her right now and blames the nature of media for being the big driver behind push to say there's a border crisis. Well, uh, let me point out something first. Um, you say that th- there is no border crisis? That was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. I, I, I just wanted to make sure that that was still working. That That's still in running shape. Okay, good. There's there's no crisis at the border right now. Thousands of children aren't sleeping under fucking Reynolds wrap right this second. Oh, and now it's the media's fault that everybody's involved? You better, oh, you better watch yourself. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself, girl. You better not bite that hand of the media. Oh, oh, Jen Psaki. She she announced that like she's gonna be gone at the end of the year, which thank God. Maybe they can get somebody who's either competent or attractive, one of the two. God forbid they get both of them, get Kaylee McEnany in there, but she ain't gonna do it because she's a proud lady. Uh, let's see, uh, the fact that Flint, Michigan still doesn't have drinkable water after almost three full presidential terms should be all that the evidence we need that this country is poisoning its own people. Amen. Why isn't that the, the, the governor's number one priority? I mean, seriously, if you're so worried, I love all these mayors and all these governors, even the, the, the Republicans are just as bad. I care about my people in my state. No, you fucking don't. You don't give really two shits about everybody in the state. If you did, Christine Shitmere. If you truly cared, you would help at least one city get clean water. I, I, I fuck. Call Howie Long's son. He is building these fucking irrigation ditches in fucking Hupakata, Africa, for these villages that ain't never had no water. That motherfucker could do. I I imagine he could do gangbusters in Michigan. They've seen water there. If they were smart, they'd get that Mexican weather girl. 
That would be hilarious. If the Biden campaign just totally went fucking berserk and he was a look, uh, let me just tell you right now. If Joe Biden was truly, truly running and he was the real president, there is no way Jen Psaki would be his fucking uh, his, his his speaker or whatever the fuck she is. House press secretary. Oh, no way. I mean, I think the ugliest he might go would be Alyssa Milano. I, I guarantee you he'd ask her. If this was truly a Joe Biden presidency, his press secretary would have big old knockers. We're going to go back to Mad Men days. Joe is running the Oval Office having martini lunches there. He tells Kamala, hey, you think you could mix in some skirts every now and then? Slaps her on the ass. (laughs) How great would that be? How great would it be if we did, if we got that Joe? Good old Joey from Scranton. Hey, Tuts. Refers to the reporters as toots and hun. Uh, the honey from CNN. Yeah, what, what's your name, toots? He's up there. He, he's got a scotch in one hand, a cigarette in the other. Well, I'm glad you asked me that question. <laughs> this is just fucking wacky. Yeah, I tried to call that Putin fell in. Let me tell you, he's tough to get a hold of. Well, we're going to work things out. Uh, Anybody else got any questions for me? Yeah, I'm almost empty here. Sweet cheeks. Even Donald Trump would be proud of him for that move. Oh, God, yeah. Taking the Oval Office back. Biden would get 12-year-olds to be press secretary if there were child labor laws. Oh, come here and let me smell you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think I might use that joke then. Uh, Joe Biden started calling the press secretary, press secretary toots. Then Donald Trump really didn't make America great again. Then he did really make America great again. Hey, toots. All right, we're going to be talking about this today. If you have any other questions, uh, you might as well fuck off. Yes, I'm going to smoke and drink during this press conference. No, I am not going to be taking my sunglasses off because I am hungover. Oh, man. Last night, let me tell you, I got on a Zoom call with Putin and that Merkel gal from Germany. Holy Christ, who knew the Germans could drink like that? We were playing strip risk. For every land we took over, we took off a piece of clothing. And let me tell you, 
I, I obviously don't know how to play these strip games first because let me, I, I lost America within two moves. And, well, I thought, well, all right, I'll just whip it out. Let me tell you, they didn't appreciate that. That's the way I've always played strip poker, but, you know, hey, that, that that's me. I'm Joe from Scranton. Anytime a good-looking reporter asks him a question before he answers, he looks over his right says, I'd tap that. Oh, yeah, I'd get that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll answer her question. Biden is Ron Burgundy. He's the original Ron Burgundy without the mustache. I have many leather-bound books. Reflective sunglasses and a leather bomber jacket. Oh, Joe is ready to party. Pair of Speedos. He shows up at the pool party. The congressional pool party. Hey, caucus this. <laughs> oh, man. That's a sitcom right waiting to happen right there. No. And, you know, the bad part is, the bad part is we could take this up so many notches, and I'm about to. You're welcome. Because this is a show that would never air. But let me tell you how... You know how Joe has let out a, a few racial things, you know, you know, like black kids and all those, you know, kids are is is as good as as white kids. Poor kids, they're as good as white kids. His whole hot popcorn remarks, but how great would it be if he was just like he was having one of his days, like. They, they probably have, like, drunk croquet matches. Kamala Harris needs to talk to him. He's like, whoa, 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 honey, where are you going? Uh, I'm going in to talk to you. <laughs> Excuse me. It's called the White House for a reason? <laughs> he, he looks like, it's called the White House for a reason? <laughs> Oh, man, I just took that show up so many notches. Oh. That was such a funnier mental image of Joe in the sunglasses, bomber jacket, everything below that, just a Speedo, yep. Just a Speedo and some baby oil. I'm Joe Bud, and I'm here to get a tan and get drunk. And he leaves the jacket on when he lays out. He has the weirdest tan line known to mankind. He's got like a strip of tan that goes from his neck all the way down. Then I wish he'd tell Nancy, why don't you get go to your home on Whore Island? Hey, Jill. Jill, get this bitch out of here. Jill would come in with a Speedo and people would notice that he had... His podium changed to a glass podium so all the reporters could see his hog. Watch him adjusting it during it. Hot reporter asking question. Well, hello there. Oh, man. Man, I, I tell you what. I could make this country awesome. If you just gave me a chance, I could make, I could make America awesome. If I was president, I would do everything that I just said. 
Minus the drinking part. Maybe maybe I add the drinking part to it. Now, this is a skit I want to see on it. Amen. This is fucking hysterical shit. Joe Biden running the White House Joe Biden's way. I approve this message, and I'm Joe Biden. Yeehaw! <laughs> or he just steals it. He just completely steals. Uh, where is it? Oh, no, where is it? I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. <laughs> no, no, I didn't do that. That was my friend Howard Dean, but I like it. So I'm going to use it whenever I want. Uh, Joe is dancing poolside at the Playboy Mansion next to Scott Bayo. <laughs> That's the perfect reference. Well, you know, I knew his name really wasn't Chachi. Not many people knew that. Uh-huh. I'm actually the guy that sold that show to Korea. Yeah, I knew what Chachi meant over there. It meant wiener. So, yeah, those people went crazy for Joni Loves Wiener. And they see this Italian kid come on there. Come on over here, Scott. Tell him the story. First thing in the mic, Joe says in the mic is, God damn, I love this country. This place has turned around in the last four years. Hasn't it, man? This place is great. Nothing gets done. In, well, it, uh, this might be what's happening because nothing is getting done. Oh, man. God damn. Oh, this is like... And, and and the way that I would do the set and everything, I would do like the, like kind of a Saved by the Bell kind of sketch type show. Where it's not really like great furniture and stuff, but you know, y- you get the idea. Oh, man. Whenever I, I don't know if I would ever do a special episode where like Jesse Spano ODs on speed. No, I don't think I'd do that. No, I'm, I'm having too much fun with this. Uh, I want to make uh, Joe to make pot legal nationwide. Then at the podium, whip out a huge triple-chambered skull-shaped bong. Take a huge hit and pass it to the press. And he shoves down brownies in his mouth, chugging chocolate milk and saying, Mouthful, I don't give a fuck. I dare you to vote me out. Oh, his popularity would soar. Yep. Oh, hey, look, here's the thing. Tim, you are 100% right. I make jokes about this because, well, that's all I can really do. But he says this country used to actually do really good when the government was voted, locked, and couldn't get anything done. Now this place is fucking burning to the ground, and we need something done. Yes, we do. We need something done. What? What do we need done, though? I, I, I mean, honestly, not even on this show can we come to an agreement that you have to show an ID to vote. So, 
So if we can't even come to that same agreement on this show, fuck, America is fucking crazy. By the way, uh, Governor DeSantis did sweeping election bill revisions yesterday in Florida. Now, they said that restrictive. It's a, it's a revision. He made it far more restrictive on the mail-in votes. Now you have to actually sign up to get the absentee votes like you have always been able to do, but now that is the only way to mail in your votes there. Mm. Now, we do need to. We need to figure it out. We, the people, need to figure it out. It's our job. We were headed that way. This is, look. I know there are a lot of people that said, well, when was America ever great? And I mean, I, I guess you can almost say that's a, a fair argument. I, I'm not really going to say it's that fair of an argument to say when was America great. Because compared to other countries in the world, we're pretty fantastic. You know, we have rights here. We have liberties. We can own land. We have all kinds of great freedoms that people from all over the world want to come and get. Now, if we weren't great, why would they all be coming here? Why wouldn't they be going to, I don't know, Nicaragua? You can go to a nightclub, for God's sakes. I mean, and you know what happens in a nightclub. Wait, where, where did I put Uncle Imus? I got to find Uncle Imus here. I haven't done him in a while. There he is. You're in a nightclub, for God's sake. What do you think is going to happen at a nightclub? Right. People are drinking and doing drugs. Sure. Yeah. There are women there, and uh, and then people have guns. Yeah. So, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, there you go. All right. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? That that could happen at a club, too. I, I, I don't know. This is what makes our country great. Is when we get to live our lives. When we get the freedom to live our lives. That to me is what makes our country great. Whether that is jokingly going to a nightclub or going to a water park. What makes this country great. You need to yell that at Billie Eilish right after Tommy yells. Show us your butthole. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? <laughs> she might cry on stage. Uh, and I think that's why, honestly, in the last year, we haven't been allowed to live our lives as Americans. We've all kind of jumped on that little campaign slogan, Making America Great. I think it was just kind of a just a a random quote that he came up with because America wasn't a shitty place before. As long as we can live our lives and be free to live our lives, that's what makes America great. 
being able to go to a restaurant and not have to wear face coverings and, and not have to be social distanced from people, going to a sporting event like is happening this weekend in Arlington. Canelo Alvarez is defending his championship, and he's going to win in front of 70,000 rabid Mexican boxing fans. 70,000 Mexican ra- rabid Mexican boxing fans. I say it's about fucking time. I'm tired. I and, and I think this is the thing that makes us so upset right now. And this is why we're so mad as a country. Is because we aren't allowed to be ourselves anymore. What makes this country great is strip joints, barbecue, and water parks. Oh, I ate a new barbecue place yesterday. If Tommy's listening, kudos, my man. Oh, smoke sessions. Uh-oh, giving Hutchins a run, even though they don't have the tornadoes there. They were pretty damn good. I got, I got to say, the brisket, pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. But think about it. For a year, places like that were closed. Places like that, we we, we would have to go and we would get cold food. Look, when this pandemic started, I saw the writing on the wall a long, long time before we talked about all this stuff. Depression is at an all-time high in America. You, You look at all this stuff. We haven't been allowed to live our lives freely. I had to go to Costco yesterday. Costco still has to wear the fucking masks. And the lady even said something to me at the door. Ah, we still have masks. I was like, fuck. I had one with me. That place started as a food truck. Holy shit. Well, they're fucking good. Their barbecue's damn good. Uh, and I think, I, I honestly think that America's going to start to come back to a census once we start being able. See, because here's the thing, and this is why you can almost tell this whole thing was done politically, this whole coronavirus, this whole thing. Because whenever you allow politicians to do something, something of this nature, it gets fucked up. Because there's no exit strategy. There's no exit strategy. This is like going on the carb, uh, no-carb diet. What happens when you come off the no-carb diet? Well, you carb up, yep, uh, and look at that. You gain all that weight back. Because there's no real exit strategy. And there is no exit strategy for America with this masks. This is why this fucking pandemic has been going on for so long. We can't agree whether to wear masks or not. If people have been vaccinated, they have to still wear masks for virtue signaling and all this kind of bullshit. You think any of those those wacky Mexicans at Texas Stadium this week are going to be wearing masks? Probably not. 
There's no exit strategy. And why is there no exit strategy? Because they can't afford for this to be over. Because once this gets over, the one thing that America is addicted to more even than social media, and I'll tie it back to that whole social media rant I went on about you not going there, but they've got their hooks into you. The one thing that we are more addicted to the the thing that we we want more than our social media is our life and we go back to it which means we're not paying attention to the neighbors down the street anymore we don't care who has coronavirus who doesn't have coronavirus because my daughter needs to be at soccer practice at 3 30 my son needs to be at karate at five i have to pick them up both afterwards then i have to make dinner for them. we go back to that to where nobody's paying attention anymore and then the only people who are paying attention are those who are politically savvy and then start making the picks for everybody again to where there's not 80 million people voting, allegedly. Um, Jeff Joe says, I've stopped wearing the masks until someone from the store asked me to. So far, no one has. Nobody else uh, wants to wear them either. We're just all sheep, yeah? There's no exit strategy because this is all part of their plan. Well, they have to have an exit. There has to be an exit strategy because we're not going to wear masks forever. We're Americans. We're not that stupid. See, that's the problem. We're not that stupid. We're not going to wear masks forever. You know why? Because that's not us. That's not what we do. Now, if this is something the younger generations pick up and whatever generation is after Gen Zers or whatever the fuck is out there now, then they can pick that up and that will be their generational thing. But we're not going to wear a mask forever. This pandemic will be over. Americans will go back to their routines. And our routines are more important to us than anything else ever. That's our lives, our routines. We are more driven by that than anything else. And, by the way, that's what makes us great. Because our our routines mean, once again, we are living our lives. Now, I'm not going to throw something gay in like this situation. We're living our best lives. No, no, we're living our lives. That's it. We're guaranteed the pursuit of happiness, which means living our lives. If you want to know anything, they have ruined the pursuit of happiness for a lot of Americans. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Such an important word in there, the pursuit. Because happiness is not guaranteed to you. But to pursue happiness is. And the federal government has taken that away. 
I know my kids will not want to wear masks when they're adults. They hate masks now, and that's not going to change anytime soon. Good. I hope not. I hope they remember this. I, You know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe. And I know I'm putting a lot on you, Ogre. Because I know there's exceptions to the rules. I, I've seen Tommy's kids. They're good kids. They're in that fucked up generation. They're, they're, they're older than your kids are, Ogre. But, but they're still responsible kids. There's a lot of responsible millennial kids out there. Maybe the Gen Zers will be the ones, if, if that's your kid, the Gen Zers, they'll be the tough ones again. Maybe we can finally lift our, our, our glass shields and we can come out and finally retire because no need to break the glass for real men because we have real men in society again. But until that day, I will gladly stay in my glass box and wait for you to break me out when you need something killed, when you need a man to handle a situation. I'm here. Maybe, who knows, maybe that's what's next. I hope, I hope that pendulum starts swinging and that Gen Zers are like, fuck you, crybaby, when it comes to cancel culture. If you don't like it, fucking get out. I, I want them to take it back because they have to. We're, we're too old. We're stuck in our ways. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, one of the jokes I told this morning on the air was, why do they refer to priests as fathers? Because it's too creepy to call them daddy. I'm stuck in my ways, people. I ain't going anywhere. I ain't changing anything. The other joke I think I told this morning was, uh, I ran into a midget the other day. He said he wasn't happy. So I looked at him and I said, well, which one are you then? So yes, I tell midget jokes on there too. I tell all the jokes that I think are funny on there. A concert that I was supposed to go to in August 2020 was postponed uh, to this August. I found out uh, that is now postponed until August 2022. So pissed. What what, What show? Who canceled until 2022? That sucks. Is Aftershock canceled yet? Sassy Pam, are you going to Aftershock? You're gonna be you're gonna be there with Metallica. Pay to see that. Uh, all right. By the way, uh, look, I, I knew this was gonna happen. Shocking that the one of the very first stories I see is out of. God damn it. San Joaquin County. The Backstreet Boys. Okay. All right. Hey. California isn't going to allow a big-ass concert. I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see. Anyway, uh, the state's Department of Alcohol Beverage Control on Wednesday said agents were able to buy fake 
coronavirus cards that were being sold for $20 each. A guy who uh, was selling them, a guy named Todd Anderson, he faced a charge of felony identity theft and forging government documents. Well, there you go. There you go. They're being sold. And already busted. Man, oh man, that was quick. Uh, let's see. Douglas says, I hope they don't mandate this stupid Vax for Aftershock. I have no problem with them ramming a Q-tip up my nose, though I just don't prefer it. I think you're going to end up... You want my honest opinion? This is my honest opinion. If it's an outdoor show like Aftershock, you have a shot at the test. Or the vaccine. I think with all indoor shows, it's going to be vaccine only. In California. By the way, that's part of your punishment for recalling the chosen one, Gavin Newsom. Well, he's going to get his on you. You, you can, I, I, I guarantee goddamn tea that. I don't have that on, on tape, but I guarantee goddamn tea. I guarantee. That any indoor show or indoor sporting event, you will have to be vaccinated to go to in California. Now, I'm not sure how, well, I guess. You know, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, he's already said he's going to outlaw these these health passcodes or health passports. How can he? Uh, how can he? He can tell a business they can't require that. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, San Francisco Giants. Yeah, the the Giants are requiring that, and I think all sports teams are going to be mandated by the governor's office to do that. I'll tell you this right now. I, I, I heard that like a lot of spring sports were canceled or spring sport championships were canceled this year in California. W- what this pandemic has done, or if you want to call it a pandemic, I'll, I'll refer to it as that uh, to keep the narrative straight. It's ruined a lot of kids' lives. A lot. And I don't I don't think I'm being over dramatic in saying that it's ruined their lives. Had kids who weren't able to play football for a year or two. Some kids don't have a baseball championship. Graduations didn't happen. You had these bullshit drive by graduations. Kids didn't get to go through rites of passage. And that's gonna fuck them up. These were all important milestones that that we all went through. And and I'll, I'll tell you this right now. I don't think back in the day, I don't think any of our governors or any of our presidents would have shut down the fucking country for us. Our asses would have been fucking going to school. People would have been going to work. 
And there wouldn't be no hoopla about a fucking vaccine. If they had the vaccine out, everybody would be taking it. But once again, that was when the government was actually looking out for our best interests, uh, if you want to think that too. Considering the vaccine doesn't have full approval, only emergency use approval is one of the many reasons that that shit shouldn't be able to stand. Plandemic. DeSantis is like, you know, I haven't had enough tussles in court. I'll tell private enterprises what they can and can't do. Yeah, I think that one's going to be that one's going to be a tough one for him. I I applaud him for wanting to do it. I do. I think it's great. But once again, you know, they they're calling here in Texas for this uh this new law that everybody can be armed in Texas now. I guess you can walk around with a sidearm in Texas. Okay, that's great. There are a lot of law offices, law agencies that don't want this because there's going to be a lot of untrained people that have guns now in public. I mean, there's already a lot of people in public that probably have guns that aren't trained. Now you're giving them the A-OK for it. Do I think it's a good idea? I'm on the fence with that because I'm not a gun guy. I think if I was a bigger gun guy, I'd probably be way on board and I'd be carrying all kinds of guns on me all the time. But now it's like, eh, I, I, I don't need a gun. You're going to see states. It, it, look, states are going to be doing all kinds of weird shit when it comes to this pandemic, pandemic, whatever. And their exit strategies are all going to be weird. They're all going to be different. They're all going to be, well, you have to wear the mask between 1 and 3 p.m. every single day. You're going to have some states that do shit like that. I'm not making that shit up. I'm just ready for it all to be over. I'm kind of tired of it. I'm over it. I don't know about you guys, but I'm over it. Especially when I see stories like this. A passenger on JetBlue Airline who is flying from the Dominican Republic to New York faces $32,000 in fines. Mainly because he refused to wear a mask. He threw food and an empty bottle of alcohol in the air and shouted obscenities at crew members. I, I can see now why maybe the fine has been increased. Uh, in addition to throwing food, uh, the woman that he was with also allegedly hit a flight attendant twice, scratched a crew member's hand, and grabbed another flight attendant by the arm, hurting her. Oh, here's the other big reason why, is that the, the disturbance prompted the pilot to return. Man, if that guy's a daddy, he just got so much satisfaction. You don't quiet back, you don't quiet down back there. I'll turn this damn plane around. He did. Retirement's been hard for Pablo Sandoval. <laughs> Uh, in another incident, Southwest Airline passenger faces sixteen thousand five hundred dollars in fines because they didn't want to wear a mask. 
and they use combative and offensive language on a flight from Chicago to Sacramento. <laughs> this is why, so uh, after being asked to wear the mask, he said, uh, no, I'm not going to wear the mask. So a supervisor showed up and said, leave the plane. He gets up to leave the plane. As he walked to the exit, he called two flight attendants pathetic and then hit one with a bag. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, I am anti-mask, but I'm not intent on causing a scene over it. No, I mean, that's, look, and th- th- this is where I am in my life. If I'm traveling, I know that if I'm on a plane, I have to have a mask with me. And I, I know ways to hide the mask, you know, or, or just be eating the entire time or have a big dip in my mouth. That's fine. But it, 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 if they tell me to put the mask on, I'll put it on. Look, if I don't put it on, then I have to leave. It's their business. And that's why that's why this is going to be such an interesting thing to see happen. That's why I equated it to the gun thing, to bring that guns full circle. Yeah, it might be a new law that's in place that you can wear a gun wherever you go, but if you walk into a business and they have a sign-up that says this is an anti-gun place, or not anti-gun, but we, we don't want you to have firearms on our premises, you have to take it off. You do, and I'll stand up for that that business owner's right to have that sign up. Well, I don't think it's a good sign. Hey, man, if somebody wants to carry a gun and they're a responsible gun owner, let them carry their gun. But I think this is going to cause a lot of problems, a lot of people who aren't trained, and, and there are a lot of gun people out there that respect the shit out of those signs. And I think that's going to get trampled on as well as this fucking, you know, this passport for health care. I, I think there are going to be people that play along with it. There's going to be people out there that are trying to already sell fraudulent cards. That's exactly what I'll do at a baseball game. I have a drink or food in my hands at all times. I'm absolutely getting around their mandate. Yeah, that, that, all you got to do is know the way to do it. <laughs> Doug is avoiding a scene and avoiding violence is actually the only reason I do wear a mask because I can't take the chance that one of these uppity fucking Karens is going to get in my face about wearing a mask and then I have to power bomb her through the planter box. <laughs> the planter box. By the way, last night's Dark Side of the Ring, uh, season three, they're going to have something like, I think like 20 episodes in season three. It's crazy. Last night was the first episode. It was about flying Brian Pillman. Man, it's sad to watch that one. That one is a tough one to watch. But it's fantastic. Oh, I'm so happy. Next week, Dark Side of Football comes out. I Maybe it's the Kyle Gurley story. I'm not sure. But 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 it'd be a great show. Great show on the Vice Network. Check it out. Uh, all right, we'll take a break. We come back. We got all kinds of shit still to talk about. Now we got celebrities and shit to talk about. 
775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. She was 
Yarny State right. Show. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Yarny Radio. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cowboys Grosses love this song. Oh, you got love. Charlie Daniels. Tim says, what's funny about this song is how much of a Bible thumper he became after. Oh, my God. He changed the words in a bunch of his songs. But wait, wait, I, I think, uh, hold on a second. Let's see something here. Let's see. Uh, where, where's old Charlie at? Charlie Daniels. The Charlie Daniels. Okay, long-haired country boy. Uh, I think this one here. I know it devil went down Georgia. He changed son of a bitch to son of a gun. But yeah, yeah, he changed a lot. Uh, Christopher says, is it me or does Arnie's voice sound more natural with this microphone? Sound isn't as crisp, but it's warmer. What do you guys think? Well, thank you. It's warmer. Hello. No, I, I look, I, I like my old headphone system better. I, I got to say, I don't like having that be close to a mic and I like to be able to you know, move around, and if, if a mic's in front of me, I can't move around, so we're getting that shit taken care of. That shit's handled. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, this just happened. First of uh, uh, it was round morning. I got late start. I'm now sitting here working when something is bugging my leg. I reach down and start pulling uh, at the cuff of my pants when a pair of my own panties fall out. Fuck, this is what happens when I rush and grab clothes out of the dryer on the way out the door. <laughs> I'm glad it was that. I'm glad you didn't reach down there and see a pair of eyes looking at you. Uh, all right, time to jump into the entertainment realm of the world. Kim Kardashian is in a little bit of hot water. So maybe not. We'll see. Her idiot ex-husband, soon-to-be ex-husband, I guess purchase some artwork while they were overseas. I guess this is what rich people do. They buy shit and then she puts it in a trust. The paperwork is listed for Kim Kardashian DBA Noel Roberts Trust as the co-signee and importer of a statue. This statue dates back to either 1st or 2nd century Rome. By the way, it was not supposed to be shipped. Rut row. Does that mean Kanye is, is, is an art thief? Kim said she had no knowledge of it. She has no idea what's going on. They, they, they figured out this is a cultural treasure. So there's no price attached to it. So whatever it was paid for, yeah, not enough. Axel Vervarut. That sounds like a real name. Uh, my name is, uh, I am a designer. My name is Axel uh, Vervarut. Uh, Axel Vervarut. That's with a D. Good old Axel sent it to her. 
So she says she has no idea about this. We'll see how this all plays out. I kind of hope she goes to prison for it, but that, that would just be too good. That would just be too good if that were to happen. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, Bill. Bill, Bill, Bill. Bill, 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 Bill. <sighs> A source close to the Gateses, Bill and Melinda, say that this is not a friendly split. Do you know what word I'm thinking of, children? The word is expensive. They said it was a long time in the making. And I guess that the family is mad at Bill because Melinda knew that this was going to happen. They planned to share the news in March and we're getting ready for the big day. She rented a, a Calvin Lee Island in Grenada for a th- $132,000 a night to escape media scrutiny. Couple's kids, along with her significant others, were supposed to arrive. Bill was not invited to the island because there was a considerable amount of acrimony associated with the split. So he just announced it. So he's like, fuck it. I'll put it out there. They are not happy. Oh, this is a great idea. The former couple announced they're divorcing but would keep working together at the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Why? Why? That's just stupid. Why would you work with your ex unless you had to? If you had to make spouse support payments and you couldn't handle it, he can handle it. He's not making $37,000 a year eating bologna sandwiches. Motherfucker's a billionaire. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and let her have the foundation. She can have the Melinda Gates Foundation. First of all, I don't want to work there because it's still work. I want to go off with my my, my, my gal here, and I want to go lay the pipe to her. I want to play golf with Warren Buffett. Everybody, she's pissed about Bill getting Biden in. <laughs> oh, man. I still can't believe this. I still can't believe, first of all, that Bill Gates is not a virgin. Secondly, that Bill Gates got married, has three kids, and then cheated on his wife. And she knew about it. See, here's the thing, nerd boy. You don't get to live that cool guy lifestyle. The reason you're not a cool guy. See, cool guys get that lifestyle for a reason. They're cool. Bill Gates, you have never been and never will be cool. Ever. In the history of time, you could join the Crips. You could learn to Crip walk on TikTok. And you will never be cool. 
There are different rules for different people. You know who could get away with that? Brad Pitt. If George Clooney and his wife, Anal, I'm sorry, I'm all. Damn it. I always mess that up. If they had an understanding where George went and he banged whatever fucking Hollywood chick he wanted to once a year, George can get away with that. You know why? Because he's a cool guy. Bill, you're not cool guy. You're dorky guy. You're dorky rich guy that can get into parties because you're so rich. I'm sorry, you're dorky super rich guy. It would cost Bill Gates more money to take the time to reach down and pick up $37,000 than the $37,000 would be worth. Amen. Is it bad that I desperately want to see Bill Gates do a crip walk now? No, because we all want to see that. Because that will be enough right there to push me. If Bill Gates can learn to crip walk, so can I. If he joins the crips, he'll have to do blackface. If he did that, he would probably get shot or stabbed. What does that say about the woman who's the mistress of Bill Gates? You slept with a married, ugly, uncool man for what? Hopes of money? No, that lady was married. That lady is married. Fuck, lady, he's not even willing to give his fortune to his kids when he dies. I doubt a piece of ass is going to get the damn thing. His kids have all been given already $10 million. He's already taken care of. Everybody who says, oh, they've already get, they their kids are taken care of. They aren't as cold-blooded as Warren Buffett. I could just see Bill Gates with a can of spray paint tagging an inner city bridge with the Crips or or the Bloods. See, I I don't even think the Bloods would let him even think about it. For Bill Gates, I'll tell you this right now. Bill Gates could do one thing and become cool. Uh, But this takes a little while. Bill Gates would have to go to prison and survive prison and come out maybe with a neck tattoo. I'm not sure. If Bill Gates came out with a fucking teardrop tattoo coming out of his eye, instant credibility. That motherfucker is now a billionaire and he's street. He gets a cool pass then. But that means he's got to kill somebody in the big house. Do I see Bill Gates killing anybody in the big house? No. I love these side conversations we get in about Bill Gates wearing a do-rag. You imagine if Bill Gates wanted to start a drug empire? That would make him cool. If all of a sudden there was a cartel in Seattle, that would be awesome. The American cartel. No way. He's going, Bill's going to make a full face, Tyson face tattoo. 
Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of him. I don't think he can pull off a face tattoo. Maybe he can do a little post Malone-ish. Maybe get that weird sideburn tattoo idea. Now, see, Bill wouldn't be cool if he beat Tony Hawk in a half-pipe competition. No, he wouldn't get his street credit. He's got to murder. See, Bill Gates is so nerdy. He's, he's got to kill somebody, and it's got to be in prison. See, this is how nerdy he is. That's the most extreme way to become cool, is killing somebody in prison. I mean, that that's it right there, and getting away with it. Yeah, he comes out with a teardrop tattoo. He's on the cool guy scale. But you got to remember, I mean, he was on the polar opposite of cool. Most people don't have to go through that journey to get to the cool guy table. A table that I sit at regularly. Thank you. See, if, if he has a handkerchief hanging from, oh, uh, if it's a handkerchief, that's bad. If it's a do-rag, he's starting to get down. I want to see Bill Gates smoking crack with Bobby Brown. Is that something you would wish? If you had the genie, would you wish that? I just want to see that once, please. All right, so I'm going to ask you, ask family, with what we know now of this relationship, and, and how much is Bill Gates worth? Wait, wait, wait. Hey, Siri, how much is Bill Gates worth? So he's over $100, million, $100 billion now. What's this? Wait, hold on. Douglas just sent me a story 13 minutes ago, and I'm trying to open it, but it won't open. God damn it. Just fucking open, for fuck's sake. Uh, let's see. Uh, grand jury indicts Chauvin, other ex-officers on civil rights charges in George Floyd's. Yeah. Federal grand jury's indicted this guy. Yeah. There was a uh, there was talk of this last week. Let me let me go on this tangent real quick, then I'll get back to messing with Bill Gates. Uh, there was a there was talk last week that the in case something happened in the Derek Chauvin trial and he walked away with no charges, the federal government was going to charge him right away, right there. This isn't the, look. This is breaking that they're going to charge him with it. That way he can get more jail time. And I think they're putting this in place right now due to the Maxine Waters controversy and the president's controversy of commenting on this before the jury reacted or gave their verdict. Uh, Well, if it's a genie wish, then Bill Gates covering Hillary's face with his spunk and Bill Clinton is sitting in a shadowy lounge chair, nodding approvingly and smoking a cooch-soaked cigar. (laughs) Boy, that is... Man, I don't ever want to be your genie. I just, I, I'm just telling you that right now. I don't want to. I, I don't want you to rub my lamp. Please don't. Let me guess, sir. You want the usual billion dollars? No, no. Actually, uh, Mr. Genie, this is what I'd like. I'd like to see Bill Gates ejaculating in Hillary Clinton's face while Bill watches 
in a dark chair nodding approvingly while smoking a cigar that just came out of another woman's vagina. Well, I can make that happen. It's weird. And I can only imagine it gets weirder after that. Did you see that one of the jurors was at a George Floyd march in a BLM shirt? Hey, man, look, after the jury walks away, the jury can do whatever they want. They're regular people. That guy shot his load. That guy's an idiot. They obviously didn't approach him for a book deal or a movie deal. The juror going out there doing that, look. The jury came back. They asked somebody in the jury about the about the verdict, and they said they could have rendered their verdict two days earlier. I think it was prior. Well, if it was prior, then they did a bad job of selecting the jury, and Derek Chauvin's people had just as much uh, choice in that. Look, this guy, Derek Chauvin was guilty as, as you can be. The murder one, that was a stretch, but I think that was a, that was a nod to please don't destroy our city. Well, I believe that's totally true. I think they, that, look, Derek Chauvin, I don't know him. All I know of him is that I think he's a bad cop. I'll say it. I think he was he was an example. He's been made the example. This is what's going to happen to you cops. Because it, it's still hard for me to say murder, that he murdered this guy. Especially with the mounds of evidence they have against, you know, how much fentanyl was in this guy's system. How he said he, he thought he had COVID already and all this kind of stuff. Look, everybody wants to say, oh, well, I don't know. There's, look. Jury rendered their verdict. You got to live with it. Now, if there is a mistrial, this is why the federal government has stepped in. Because they want to make sure it's over. I'll tell you this right now. They better convict him federally very, very quickly. They're going to put these charges on him. They better convict him quickly and hopefully sentence him even faster than they can in Minnesota. Because if this does get thrown out, you better you want him in prison when this is thrown out. I'm just going to say that this was all a setup uh, to set up more riots. It just happened to be him. They're going to use whatever cop killing a black person uh, as the excuse. That's my theory. They had a lot to choose from. They just had more evidence on this one. Maybe. They wanted Trump out, and this moved it forward. Do you really think that, that uh, honestly, like, like I, I'm just wondering, do you really think that Black Lives Matter had a lot to do with Donald Trump getting out of office? I think maybe some. I, I think it's mainly the economy, and people were voting, and... And, like, you got a lot of these assholes that are coming out now. You can ask Biden people. 
Where are the Biden supporters at? You don't see any Biden supporters out there. Why? Because nobody supported him. They voted for him because he wasn't Donald Trump. Is that a good reason to vote? No, but hey, they get to vote whichever way they want. They voted him out. Allegedly. Let me, let, me, let me throw that in. They voted him out, allegedly. I still can't wait to see all this fucking... I, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this Arizona audit prompts maybe another state or two to go, uh-oh. Because I think that's what will happen. If this audit comes out and there is there is transparent cheating... And we have evidence of it now. Sure, not a lot can probably be done about it, but other states will look into it because the other states don't want to be known as the states that let the cheating get away. Mm-hmm. Came out to George Soros, founded the Russian probe. Who else funds BLM and Antifa? Coincidence? Not at all. Until George Soros dies, uh, this country is kind of fucked. George Soros, look him up. Evil fucking guy. I think that he has a say in what goes on in U.S. government now more than he ever had before. I don't think he's necessarily running it. But he's definitely got to say. Uh, all right. Now, let's see. Uh, Bill and Melinda Gates. Oh, back to the Bill Gates thing. Bill Gates worth, let's say, let's just say he's worth $100 billion. Round number. He cheated on her. No prenup. I'm just telling you right now. She's going to get somewhere in the area of 40, I would say 30 to $47 billion. Somewhere in there. She's going to get that amount. Oof. Bill can't go into the super rich room now at Fortune Magazine. Can't go to those card games. He usually walks in there. There's, there. there's Elon Musk. There's Jeff Bezos. There's some chic. Bill tries to walk in there now. They changed the key fob on him. Oh, sorry, fella. You're only you're you're only in the thirty billions. Ha! <laughs> Back down with the Walmart people. You go. Ha 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 ha. He should be charged in a crime against humanity against the Jews. Yes, George Soros should be caught and charged with war crimes, for Christ's sake. He turned in Jews in World War II. I do believe that in the state of Texas, this in the last three months, they found a, an old fucking Nazi prison guard living, and they shipped his ass out. No trial. They put him on a plane and said, get the fuck out. George Soros is the same. 
And you ask yourself, well, why doesn't the UN do anything? Well, because George Soros funds most everything that's out there. Because he has so much money. Because he's a fucking evildoer. He works both sides. Oh, he's such a bad person. Oh, what a bad, bad person. Now, the... (laughs) What the fuck? They have a new handle now on YouTube. First of all, why why do why do why do Prince Oh, this is Prince William and Kate Middleton launch a YouTube channel? Oh, I don't care about that. I thought this was Harry and Meghan. Oh shit. If Bill Gates bought a professional sports franchise, would that make him cool? No. No, it would not. Look at Paul Allen. Paul Allen's never cool, and he owned Trailblazers. Yeah. It's no coincidence that George Soros looks exactly like Emperor Palpatine without the hoodie. Great call. Great call on that. Correct the mundo. Totally. Totally. All right, uh, now look, look, look. This ain't for me. I'm doing this for y'all. For anybody who was a Game of Thrones fans, the reports are out that you definitely need to read the prequel book before House of the Dragon premieres. I don't know what any of that means. I, I look. I I never got into Game of Thrones. I, I'm not into that. That though that and zombies are kind of my bugaboos. But I know, I, and I'm not putting you down. I'm just saying it's not for me. I never saw the show. I don't watch The Walking Dead either. Before everybody jumps down my throat, I never said they sucked. I just don't watch those types of shows. There you go. I, I I can appreciate that it's a very popular show. Game of Thrones was huge. Just yeah, the whole dragons and stuff like that. Just not 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 me. But this new one is set three hundred years before the first series. So there you go. Oh, somebody's calling. Oh, Dave Coe's calling. Daveco, what's up, buddy? Mr. States, how are you? I'm good, my friend. How are you? I'm doing okay. I just have a moment. I'm late for work, um, but aren't I you just... the boss? Yeah, but there's other people waiting for. Oh, me. okay. Well, they can wait. You're on the air with me. That's true. I'll tell them that. Okay. Um. Hey, just had a great week listening to your show. Thank I you. I have to turn it off now to start my work, but um. Anyways, just want to tell you how much I appreciate your show, and this week was fantastic. Today I was laughing so hard, especially at the Bill Gates stuff. But uh, anyways, have a great weekend. Hey, Dave, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate that, buddy. You are doing some fun stuff on the air. I just love it. I try. I try. Just just think about what tattoo Bill Gates would get on his neck. I might come up with a and, and email you a, a top ten list of Bill Gates things that would make him cool. Okay, all right, I'll fantastic. Have a, I'll have a for you on Monday. Fantastic. I look forward to it, my friend. 
buddy. You're All awesome. All Have right, a great pal. weekend. You too, bud. See ya. That was cool. That was very cool. Thank you, Dave. Uh, one of the best shows ever with one of the worst finales ever. I know you can sympathize with uh, with that, your love of the Sopranos. Oh, f- worst one ever. Black screen. Why would you get me started on that black screen? That in Seinfeld. Awful, awful endings. Game of Thrones was the shit uh, until they ran out of book material. The writers were a couple of talentless hacks. They ruined the last couple of seasons much worse uh, uh, of a fall than the Sopranos. Okay. Bill Gates gets the window symbol tattooed on his on his cheek. That would be good. That would be a good one. Uh, yeah, I, I never got into But, hey, I, I'm reporting that the new show, there's a book out for it. I'm sure you guys already knew about it, and that's cool. House of the Dragon will drop uh, in 2022, I believe. Ten episodes in 2022. There you go. The finale for Game of Thrones was just as awful for the Game of Thrones people. Okay. All right. Good. Well, not good. I mean, I'm sorry that you had to live through that because I know that you guys were rampant fans. And that, look, like I said, it's just not for me. Just not my deal. Ancient languages, shit like that. No, no. I, I, I'm just not down. That that I, I it's not entertaining to me. So I, I'm not gonna waste my time there. But you guys like it, more power to you. I don't want to see it go away. There you go. Sad news there's two really sad sports stories. One ultimately sad news sports story to report. Uh the University of Texas starting quarterback, former starting quarterback, Sam Ellinger, who was recently drafted by the Indianapolis Colts on what was probably one of the best weekends of his entire life, changed dramatically last night. His younger brother was found dead somewhere on the UT campus. His younger brother was a linebacker on the team, had been redshirted, was going to see a lot more playing time this year. His brother graduated and moved on. But the sad news to report today is that uh, this young man died at the age of 20. So very, very, very sad. Very sad. Uh, I want a handwritten apology for season eight from the HBO before I watched any prequel. <laughs> here, here, Jeff, Christopher says. That's good. The other sad story is that Albert Pujols was just cut by the Anaheim Angels on Thursday. Ending his almost decade with the the Angels, his second major league team. They announced a a move to Pujols for assignment one day after he wasn't in the lineup for a slumping club's fourth consecutive loss. He had a late night meeting with GM uh, and uh, team president about how he wasn't being used. He was upset. And he was excluded from the lineup, so they let him go. He was hitting 198 this season. Uh, it's determined to play first base if he clears uh, waivers. Yeah, uh, Ogre, I'm right there with you. 
poor Albert, I keep thinking about what he could have accomplished staying with the Cardinals. He is fifth in his history with 667 career home runs. Wow. His manager says he wants to play and he wants to play in the field. Hopefully he's going to get that opportunity somewhere. Come to the fucking Rangers, Albert. We need a first baseman. Now, no, we got Nate Lowe. I like Nate Lowe. Shit. Can't get rid of Nate Lowe. There's got to be more to that story. It's so crazy. I, I think the Angels. Look, you know, I give the Angels a hard time on this show because they're in my Rangers division. I think the Angels did the age-old thing of throwing so much money at people. They didn't realize that those people have to mesh and they have to work together. And they didn't do enough to get that meshing of Albert Pujols and Mike Trout and Josh Hamilton was there at the same time. Josh Hamilton, who was a fucking head case to begin with, why the Angels ever took him, I still don't know. But when they picked up Albert, I thought, wow, this is going to be amazing to watch how he passes down. Because at the time that he left the, the Cardinals, he was the best player in the game. Easily. Best hitter easily in the game. And I was like, wow. And, and you could see the flashes out of Mike Trout already. And you knew that Mike Trout was going to be fucking awesome. And now you got pool holes that's hopefully going to... And it seemed like they never really... I mean, I didn't live in Southern California, but I mean, that'd been an easy one-two punch right there. To sell season tickets, to sell all that. But I got to say, I agree with Ogre the most. I think it's sad he should have never left St. Louis. It was known as El Hombre there, which is the man... And he, he admired Stan Musial so much that he did not like that nickname because Stan the Man, uh, that was his nickname. And I have a lot of respect for Albert Pujols. I don't, I, it, look, if he doesn't come to the Rangers, I, I, I'm okay. If he signs a one-day contract with the Cardinals and retires, I will be thrilled. I think that's the way it should be. He did chase the money, but he didn't. I know that St. Louis would have offered him more money. He wanted out. He 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 wanted out of St. Louis. My 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 brother-in-law Tom was still alive then. He huge Cardinal fan, and he used to tell me he he said that Albert felt so uncomfortable with how big of a star he became that he thought he was taking away from Stan Musial, and and nobody could convince Albert like, hey Albert, he's Stan Musial. Stan Musial's not going anywhere. Stan Musial will fucking play, take me out to the ball game on his harmonica in front of Bush Stadium every year he's alive. You're not that. I'm glad you think you're that. And I'm glad these fans think that you're on that level. But let's just get something straight, Albert. You ain't there yet. They will retire as number five in St. Louis. I guarantee you that. And he will be he he will he will go down as a lifelong cardinal. People aren't, and I'm not saying this to besmirch Angel fans out there. Nobody's going to remember his time in L.A. 
I can't blame the Angels for trying to get him. He was the best player in the game at the time. I couldn't agree more. He did it all the right way. Such a great player. Even seeing him on the Angels was always fun uh, to watch. I love it. Fucking Albert. I can watch Albert Pujols fucking bat all the time. And look, 2011, for the love of God, for me to say glowing things about Albert Pujols, the only World Series game I've ever gone to, that motherfucker hit three bombs that are still flying today. And the Rangers still almost came back in that game. God, they were so close in that series. Oh, God, still eludes me. All right, enough about out pools. All right, now look. Hey, hey, you slackers out there. I know you slackers are slacking, but that's why Arnie's here. This weekend, Mother's Day. Uh-huh. Did I just wake some of you up? Did I? Did I? Mother's Day, you got to take care of your mamas. And you know how much I love finding the last-minute gifts that you can give to your mom. Here you go. And I'll tell you a little bit about each one and what mom sees when you get this, when you give this. We should have a fucking ring, fucking Nelson Cruz. I still hate Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz plays for the Twins now. I still boo him. Big fat piece of shit. Catch the fucking ball, dickhead. Not bitter. Jeff, I'm not bitter at all. Being one strike away twice. All I want's one. That's it. I I, I don't want a dynasty. I, I don't need 27 like those, those fucking selfish Yankee fans out there. I don't need 14 like the selfish... Cardinal fans have in the National League. I just want one. One. That's all. All right. So if I was a mother, you could get me a World Series ring from the Rangers and I'd be happy. Here are things that they suggest you get from mom. These are last minute and these are cool because they're digital. Yeah. Get this for your mom. You know, the one who hates using the computer. She's on the Facebook now. I'm a thousand percent there with you, buddy. I wish so many awful things on it every time I see him. Oh, fucking Nelson Cruz. I hope you get herpes in your eye. All right, so first thing here. You can get mom... What this says a lot about you as a kid. You better be in kindergarten if you're getting her this. After the free trial, it's only seven ninety five a month. The Audible books. Fuck you, selfish Yankee fan, my ass. <laughs> I knew you would hear that. I knew you would hear that. We are deserving Yankee fans. No, you guys deserve them. You're still selfish with 27 of them, though. Oh, that's funny. And I did say it just for you, Jen. (laughs) Help mom relax this Mother's Day with a brand new Hitachi, a one personal neck massager. 
Well, we haven't gotten there yet. We'll get there. Well, I, I promise we will end up getting there. But the first is the Audible Book of the Month Club. Yeah, because mom has so much time to sit and listen to people talk in a book. Mom doesn't even know what is going on on her favorite program on TV right now. Mom doesn't have time for books. Mom's got to take your ass to karate. Terrible idea. Oh, for one. Next one. Oh, here you go. Get her a, a series of master classes. Maybe, I don't know. You have Gordon Ramsay teach her how to cook. Boy, let me just say this right now. What the fuck are you doing? You're going to get your mom a a fucking master class? What, because she doesn't know how to cook? Oh, you are opening Pandora's fucking evil box with that. Great if my kids remember I'm their mother. Uh, This stupid shit is what they'll send. Oh, most likely. The master class. I, I got to say, that's one of the worst ideas I've ever seen. And let me just tell you how mom plays this off. Oh, this is so thoughtful. Thank you so much for this. Well, mom, I, I, I got you this master class series for a year, and there's a whole bunch on cooking. Oh, thank you so much. I'll get some new recipes. Kid leaves the house. Do you see this shit he gave me? This motherfucker gave me something I got to watch on a computer screen. First of all, motherfucker knows I don't know how to use a goddamn computer. And secondly, he got me cooking classes. He got me cooking classes. I'm a fucking trained chef and you got me cooking classes. That bad idea. Stay away from master class. You want to get your mom something good? $2.99, a membership to ArnieRadio.com? Fuck, that's gold. That's not even in here. Well, it might be. I'm just telling you, I'm I'm just going off the hip here. $2.99 a month for mom? She's worth it. How about an Airbnb experience? $19 up. You can track elephants in Kenya or go hiking in Peru? Uh, Oh, you can do this virtually. Oh, how awful does that sound? Hey, Mom, you're not good enough to take to Kenya or hiking in Peru, so we're going to show you people that love their mother actually trekking this area with their mom and we're taking you along for the ride. That's terrible. You want to fucking go, you you want to do a, an Airbnb experience, go break into some porn star houses at night and video that shit. Give me something that's cool. Give me access to Britney Spears' security tapes. All this dancing around that she's doing with clothes on, you know she's doing it naked. She's from Louisiana. Those people don't like clothes. That's the experience I want. I don't want to go to Mount Picchu or whatever the fuck that is, riding coattails with Jim and his family who could afford the trip.
why not pocket the money and give mom a big box of dog shit? Say it's a Banksy work of art. Oh, man, that's fucking so good. If your mom knows who Banksy is, you've got it made with that idea. Say what you want about Pandora's box, but considering nobody's ever opened it, bet that shit is tight as fuck. Oh, I'm sure it is. Ooh, here's another one for your mom that doesn't cook. The HelloFresh. The meal kit service has something for every kind of foodie. Well, what if your mama ain't no foodie? She don't like Mexican food, and the first thing I'm seeing here is tacos. Well, your mom doesn't know what a fucking grocery store is? She got a broken hip? This is what you give somebody with a broken hip. It's a terrible idea. And $70 a week? Motherfucker, you are out of your mind. $70 a week. Motherfucker, I can live on $8 a week at the grocery store. Get me a packet of bar S bologna. Some bread, which will probably be the most expensive thing if I don't steal the peanut butter. And a bag of potatoes. I'm going to have to steal some a lot of Dr. Peppers. That don't count as groceries, though. That's a necessity. Dr. Pepper's a necessity. It's not a grocery. Still ain't no $70 a week. I'm not even going to say Amazon Music for your mom. Jesus. What are you, eight? You getting your mom? If you're eight, you can get your mom a music subscription. If you're like 35 and you get your mom a music subscription, what the fuck is wrong with you? Think your mom is going to come out to WAP? WAP, whatever the fucking song is. Uh, let's see. Does McDonald's still do the stack of gift certificates? I mean, the old school paper ones. Show how much you care. I remember those. I wanted to get my oldest son one of those HelloFresh. It's $70 a week for one meal. Fuck that. I don't know how many meals it is, but it's $70 a week. How about this? I bet you teach him to cook. Give mom a digital subscription to a bestiality porn site. The gift keeps on giving and dad gets inspired happy endings for a year. Arnie, have you tried the cream soda? Doc? Yeah, I don't like them. I don't, I, I don't like anything that fucks with the taste of Dr. Pepper. Uh, so far, I'm hearing similar gifts to buying barbecue for dad and that he has to fully assemble before he can cook those steaks on his day. Amen. Correct the mundo. For Father's Day, we're going to let you grill. Wow, thanks. Do you have to be here? All right, more great ideas for your mom. Hey, why don't you tell your mom she's fat while you're at it? You haven't done that yet. You told her she can't cook. Her music choices suck. That she's dumb and needs to read more. Now you can get her the luxury subscription for Aloe Moves. Personalized fitness plans and trendy meditation options. Yeah, because mom does all that working out. She's lucky if she goes down to the Y once a week, for Christ's sake. 
Uh, I'm not sure the the one uh, to teach to cook. Uh, uh, I'm I'm Pucky. I hate to cook. I can eat multi meal every day for months. He's on the other hand loves to cook and likes different types of foods. He's picky. Okay, you're picky. Thing on elder mom is you get her music subscription, she's gonna come out with a dry ass pussy. Aloe moves. Yeah, that vacuum pushing arm is ripped as fuck. Get her now. This is the gift that you can enjoy too. The Disney ESPN Hulu bundle, $7.99 a month. Here you go, Mom. I know you don't watch any TV whatsoever, but I got you this. Great, great, great job. Way to go. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, here you go. How about an electronic dildo with Bluetooth speakers or Wi-Fi so we can pretend George Clooney or Brad Pitt are ramrodding her? See, now those are legit good ideas. This next idea, this one's dog shit. Artist Works, $219 a year. It's never too late to sharpen your skills. Artworks makes it easy when you with top-notch lessons from music experts. You can learn to play the guitar, piano, or even improve your hip-hop scratching DJ techniques. Yeah, because that's what your mom wants. She wants she wants music lessons on how to fucking DJ a gig. Maybe, maybe if you're lucky, you could find the one that when mom played clarinet in the fifth grade and you could get her lessons to that. Since she didn't hold on to it. Mom, you're not quite rounded enough. You're not quite cultured enough. I need you to play a musical instrument. I'd be so pissed if I found out that cost $219. I'd be like, motherfucker, do you know all the shit I could have got with $219? That's at least five new T-shirts and maybe two new hats. <laughs> Prove your skills. Oh, here, here we go. Oh, here's a big waste of money. Fashionistas won't be able to resist the rent the runway. Customers are able to pick up to 16 of their favorite pieces each month. Decked with all their favorite designer brands, it's able to be the perfect gift for your fashionable mom. So, so your mom gets to try on clothes. You pay to let your mom try on clothes that then she can choose to purchase? Huh? This has got to be the stupidest gift I've ever heard of. Hey, mom, I want to pay for you to try on clothes. Well, silly, we can just go to Ross. It's free there. You're going to pay to try on clothes. See, this is what I'm so happy. I am so happy that I'm not one of these guys who, who, who paid attention in school, who kept my nose to the grindstone in college, 
got some kind of crazy economic degree and became some kind of rich husband. So glad that didn't happen. Because I'd be in prison. I'm just telling you this right here, right now. I watch these shows. I've seen them. I've seen these housewives of, of Dallas. And they got personal makeup people. I'd be like, whoa. What do you need a personal makeup person for? First of all. And a lot of these rich people do this shit on their own. That ain't on TV. Be like, no. You put your makeup on in high school, didn't you? Well, that's good enough for me. Toodles. And now you you come to me, daddy, 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 we need money. We're going to take mama to try on clothes. What do you need money for? The clothes? No, to try on the clothes. Clothes are separate. So you're telling me that your mama's got to pay to try on clothes. Yep. Get out of my fucking house. Just get out. Uh, Ogre, adios, amigo. Have a great weekend, my friend. I think you only pay that fee if you don't buy anything. It's still only trying on clothes. That's fucking awful. Go through a few more. Rosetta Stone. Hey, Mom, learn a new language. Now, this is the best one I've seen. This, this, this one your mom can use. This one gets the, the ass stamp of approval. We need to get a sound effect of a big stamp. Boom, boom. Soothe relaxation massages. A popular service that even sends masseuses to your home. This is like $100 a year plus. You want to get your mom something nice? Get her a massage. Let her be pampered. Finally, a decent gift. Because the next one just shits the bed. You get them an Amazon Prime membership. Well, what if they don't use Amazon? Yep, that's what I thought. Yeah, terrible gift idea. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, I got to come back to that one. Okay, that one sucks. Cameo calls. One-on-one star with calls with stars. These are the stupidest things I've ever seen. Where you can pay like anywhere between $5 and like $1,000. And you can have, you know, for $5 you get I don't know, the kid who played Tanner in the Bad News Bears movie. He'll call you and go, hey, it's Tanner. Yankees suck. Say something like that. $10,000 a year, you get like, you know, the Pope calls you and he gives you a bless. I don't think the Pope's actually on there. Okay, this last one, I'm not making this shit up. I'm going to take a break after I I read this last one because this last one's too fucking good. Why would you ever get your mom this? I'm not kidding. The, the hand of God, this is on Ancestry DNA. <laughs> You're going to get your mom a DNA kit. Think about that. You're getting your natural birth mother a DNA kit. I know it says to, 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 to learn about your family and all that kind of stuff, but you don't give a DNA kit to the mom.
Hmm, a $2,200 lens that's actually for him? Isn't my kid great? My son bought me a $2,200 lens that's actually for him. Oh, that's lovely of him. What a great kid. It's going to be awkward when hers comes back and it doesn't match hers. Oh, that would be so fantastic. You're giving your mom a DNA. What would you give mom? I gave her a DNA kit. Huh? That one just doesn't make sense at all. That is one of the worst gift ideas I've ever seen in my entire life. Steve Earls come to Billy Bob's. Melissa Etheridge, no thanks. Thomas Rhett, hell no. John Pardee, maybe. No, 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 don't know all these guys. Oh, all shows. Let's see what all shows are coming. Thomas Rhett, Gary Allen. No, I won't see him. Aaron Watson. No. Travis Tritt. No. Jimmy Allen. No. Bradley Gilbert. Fuck no. Leonard Skinner. It's not them. Steve Earle. No. Kenny Wayne Shepherd. No. Oh, Willie ain't having his fucking picnic there. I now see. I thought Ted Nugent rescheduled. God damn it. Guess he hasn't. Uh, all right, seven seven five three five seven fans is the number. Arnie Radio one at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Happy Friday, everybody.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Welcome back to the big show here on a Friday. I didn't get to it in the last segment, and I wanted to just real quick. Because I know that everybody knows that I'm a big boxing fan. I like the MMA stuff, but I I, I am an old school boxing fan. Okay, now for the fucking music. Now, yesterday, there was a, uh, a press conference, a face-to-face between internet fucktard Jake Paul, or is this Logan Paul? I, I, it's one of the Paul brothers. I, I don't know which one it is. It's the one who's fighting this time. And he's fighting against former pound-for-pound greatest fighter in the world, Floyd Mayweather Jr. And Floyd's up there. Floyd's, what, 44? Something like that. And they're going to have a, a fight. Now, I don't know how much Floyd is making on this fight. I haven't talked a lot about it. It was everywhere yesterday because of what happened. Am I watching the Canelo fight this weekend? Uh, Probably not live. If I can find a place that's, that's showing it, I might, because I love Canelo Alvarez. I think Canelo Alvarez is one of the greatest fighters uh, of our lifetimes. I think anybody who gets a chance to watch this guy fight, watch him fight. He's been a professional fighter since he was 13 years old. Canelo Alvarez, and this is the highest rank, the highest respect I can I can pay. That motherfucker is the truth. But this Jake Paul guy who's called out Canelo Alvarez as well. He and Floyd are going to have this fight. I guess they're going to have it at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami or whatever. This is another one of those YouTube fights. It's not really sanctioned by anybody. Because you're putting in there. Now, Kale, you're getting ahead of it there. Uh, so what happened yesterday is they had their little face-to-face where they can talk shit to one another. And we all know something's going to pop off. Well, whichever Paul it was, asshole Paul. I think that's the way, that's the way we refer to them from now on, asshole Paul. Asshole Paul decided to steal the hat off of Floyd's head. Not a good move. Come on. You're, you're going to antagonize him even more than when you brought up his his felony convictions and all that kind of stuff. You've been talking all kinds of shit there, asshole Paul. And it because of what Floyd, Kale says right here, Floyd is going to have to have his hands tied behind his back. Somebody stole uh, asshole Paul in the face yesterday. They don't know if it was... This was Floyd or if it was one of Floyd's handles because once that hat came snatched off his head and asshole Paul came out and said that was what he was going to plan on doing all day anyway. Well, did you plan on getting popped in the face to where you were crying on TMZ yesterday? And I was thinking about getting this one. Uh, he never gets opponents up to his level, so it's never a great fights. It's so funny. Oh, I got your hat. What would you get? Send me a picture, Richard. 
So this fight that's going to happen between asshole Paul and whatchamacallit, Floyd Mayweather Jr. Conor McGregor spoke out on this on social media. He he's he's ranting against Floyd for doing this. And I kind of got to side with him here. Hey, asshole Paul, you need to pull out of this fight. And here's the reason why. You're going to get hurt. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You're going to get hurt. I'm happy that you've been training and that you think that, that fighting somebody like Nate Robinson... That's what Logan said after he grabbed the hat. Oh, I got your hat. Okay. I got you. You you are you are fighting against a seasoned fighter. You're fighting against somebody who knows how to punch through people. Okay? Yeah, I know Floyd's hands were dainty during his career because he was fighting twice a year. He couldn't afford to break them. Floyd hasn't fought in what 3 years. Imagine those hands are pretty steady right now. Logan Paul could get seriously hurt in this fight. And I'll tell you this right now. I, I don't think that this fight should happen. I am rooting for Floyd Mayweather Jr. Because I hate asshole uh, Paul. I, I, I hate the asshole Paul family. I read an interesting story today, just out of out of nowhere, that wasn't even provoked by this story. I read a story about Chuck Liddell. Remember Chuck Liddell, the Iceman MMA fighter? Well, Chuck Liddell could fucking punch. He was at the Kentucky Derby one year. It was like the night before the Derby. You're at a club or something. And the DJ at the club notices Chuck Liddell there, because you're going to notice Chuck Liddell. So Chuck Liddell comes over, says, hey, to the DJ, whatever. And the DJ's like, hey, man, I want you to hit me in the gut. I can take, I've been training. Chuck Liddell's like, no, I can't do that to you, man. So he goes, well, at least come on stage with me, and I'll introduce you to the crowd. So he does that. And then he calls out Liddell right on stage in front of everybody. He kind of punks Liddell out, saying, hey, I, you know, I want him to hit me in the stomach, but he won't hit me. So Liddell decided, okay, I'm going to hit this guy. i got to show him up. I can't just give him a love tap. Hit him in the liver and kept going. Broke two of the dude's ribs. Next, de- next day, the DJ said, I was stupid for thinking that I could take a punch from a professional fighter. Logan Paul, you need to you need to understand that you're going to get hit by a professional fighter. A professional fighter who before breaking his hands was a knockout machine. Floyd Mayweather didn't become the best pound for pound boxer by just going tap tap move, tap tap move. He was a boxer at one time in his career. It's going to be ugly. I, I can't think the payday is going to be worth it. Maybe the payday is worth it if you get to kill somebody in the ring. Yeah, he did get what he asked for. I hope Floyd hits him so hard that Paul's whole family quits boxing. So do I. I think it's an embarrassment. Look, these guys, they, look, they want to call out people. 
They call out Nate Robinson, former NBA guy, okay. They call out a shitty wrestler that was an MMA star for a while. He was, he was a great wrestler. I shouldn't say shitty wrestler. I, I, I apologize for that. He was a world-class wrestler. Not much of a boxer, and this was a boxing match. If this was a wrestling match, Logan Paul would have gotten schooled or whatever Paul it was. This is a boxing match, and now you're taking on a former boxer. Oh, you're in for trouble. And and you've challenged people like Conor McGregor and Canelo. If Canelo Alvarez accepts your challenge, he, he, he will mount you after he knocks you out. Just telling you, that's the way it rolls there. And yes, he did get what he asked for. Now, speaking of getting what you asked for, I'm glad that people wrote that. I am so happy that everybody decided to write, you're getting what you asked for. Well, 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 well. Drone footage recently off the coast of Southern California picked up what they call our incredible images of white sharks that are far more numerous and closer to the beach than anyone imagined. Quote, I can see as many as a dozen in one afternoon. Now, here's a few more things to think about the next time that you decide to jump in the Southern California water. Over the last five years, lifeguards have reported five-fold case increase of white shark sightings. Gotcha! The number of juvenile whites, which love murky shallows to spend their initial years and are getting closer to people. All I'm saying, you get in the water in Southern California, you're getting what you asked for. You're in there and you're like, hey, nice day in here. I think I'll pee in here. Now, how would you feel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How would you feel if a shark decided to walk into your house and just start pissing? Not in the appropriate bathroom, but you just start pissing. I think you're going to be angry at your little friend, the shark. That's all they're doing. You're peeing in the water. They're like, hey, don't piss in the middle of my fucking room. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now. If I was in charge of any military installation whatsoever, I would get this drone footage. I would get the coordinates, and I would launch. I would launch a full-scale, uh, a hostile takeover of this area. I'd be bombing the water, depth charging the shit out of it. If I have to explode a nuke in there, I will. I will eradicate uh, white sharks from this planet. Still ain't going in the water. No, 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 no. Still not going in the water. There's still other sharks in there. Until I can eradicate every shark and every every fish that will bite, 
Can't go in the ocean. Tim says, what part of the ocean do you suppose sharks go fish in? Probably the designated restroom area. I mean, I don't speak Sharkanese, so I can't tell you where their bathrooms are. I don't know what their symbols are. Maybe if it's like in certain two bushes, they, they swim behind these two bushes and go right there. Ain't your front yard, though. Oh, hell, if a shark pissed on my rug, I'm a rush to that fucking shark. Fuck around, see what happens, you shark bitch. Oh, that's good shit right there. Oh, I, I thought you wrote it even funnier than you did, but if you would have wrote fuck around and see S-E-A, I would have been fucking pissed myself. That would have been perfect. It's still great. Don't get me wrong, it's great. Fuck around and see... Hell yeah. Boy, a shark ever came to my house, I would dare it to piss on my floor. I would just be sitting there waiting. My foot would be a tapping on the floor like there's no tomorrow. Come on, piss, you son of a bitch. Piss. My luck. My This would be my luck because people do this in the ocean too. Fucking shark would just take a dump in my favorite chair. Yeah, that does it. Racha time. And by the way, if I know that there's a great white shark that's coming to my house, I'm going to have a 50 caliber Gatlin gun on hand to where when the shark does shit on my favorite chair, I can blow it away right away. Haracha, that's my haracha. 50 caliber Gatlin gun going off. Be shooting that in the water too. I was in charge of any military installations again. Oh, crap. I got rid of the wrong story. Damn it, Arnie, you idiot. <sighs> Gosh. Oh, that's the story. I can't get rid of that story. That story's too good. Jesus. Okay, now we got it. The, the, I, well, you know what? I, I hope. I, I can only hope and, and pray that certain things happen in my lifetime. I don't think this is going to be one of them. Especially if this story doesn't even pop up. Oh, there it is, finally. How great would it be? How great would it be? Because South Carolina has done something. I I, got to give it up to South Carolina. They have brought back the firing squad. Now, look, I got to say, this is what I want to see. I want to see the main executioner come back. He walks in the prison. He's just walking in that prison. Everybody's looking. You guys ready? Executioner. To kill. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? I need to get that on the drop on itself. Man, oh man, that is awesome. Firing squad coming back. 
due to the shortage of drugs to carry out lethal injections. This was a big prominent one. Does anybody in Nevada remember what, what what's going on with that story? It was a huge story in Nevada. A guy had killed and like, and then he kidnapped and killed, tortured a, another person, and he wanted to be put to death. He, he pled guilty, wanted to, wanted the death penalty. They gave it to him, and then they stopped selling that brand or or that 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 chemical that they were using for that. That company stopped selling the brand because people were using for 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 uh, that, and then he never got executed. Like, because they could never figure out a a uh, a humane way to kill him. I, I just want to know if, if anybody's ever heard any more on that story. Just wonder if they, they finally did kill him. South Carolina figured it out. Hey, we can't get the drug? Well, let's shoot the son of a bitch. The state is one of nine that still uses the electric chair and become the fourth to use firing squads. That's awesome, man. That is all, man, I'm telling you right now. Like, you know, we've all seen the executions on TV or or like that dramatically played out where they roll back the curtain and you see the the eight or nine people and they're watching you die. Yeah, I'm going to have to go... You know, if I were to pick my way of execution, of course, I'm going to say lethal injection because you just fall asleep then. But if I want to put on a show, yeah, I might I might be doing the old electric chair. Because as soon as I hear roll on three, I'm going to be like, ah! Well, firing squad, they get what, like four guys and only one guy has a bullet or or. Or one guy has a blank, so nobody knows who had the blank or not. Oh, I, pff, go ahead and give it to me, boys. I'll, I'll take care of this. Uh, people who do that should not be executed humanely. First option should be given as sacrifice to the family of the person that killed. Might be great. Sometimes the Middle East has it right. Stone them to death, throw them off a fucking building. They should still have due process. Oh, look, whoever came up with lethal injection, good for them because that did get a lot of fucking horrible people out of, you know, us having to pay for them. They should, look, they want to have some dignity, fine. I understand why we don't have public hangings because people tend to shit themselves. But you know what? at, At some point, those people have given up all their dignity to begin with because they murdered someone or they killed someone or they raped someone. So they don't have a whole lot of dignity in my eyes to begin with. Electric chair, but you keep flipping the switch on and off to piss him off. And when he gets agitated, he drops that hammer. That hammer, man, that's just something to see. Uh, let's see. Uh, a Minnesota woman drove through her, her ex-boyfriend's burial service in her SUV. Wow. A girl with face tattoos and a giant diamond neck tattoo drove through her ex-boyfriend's burial service? You don't say. 
You don't say that this bitch is a little on the crazy side. A little on the cray-cray, as the kids would say. Multiple complaints were made when she was driving her vehicle inside the cemetery. No one was injured, thank God. Witnesses waved down police at the cemetery and said an SUV was driving over grave sites trying to run over people. The ex-boyfriend's father said that she was not welcome at the funeral. A second witness said that she didn't want the burial ceremony because she had made negative posts on social media about her ex-boyfriend's deaths. He said that he should approach Witten in her SUV. Shut up. This gal, look, I'm glad they caught her and arrested her. Drove through your ex-boyfriend's fucking burial. You're a piece of trash. To jail you go, garbage lady. All right, here's yet another reason not to go to the beach. There are these new things out there. These are in South Carolina as well. So not only do they bring the electric chair and the firing squad back, but they have something there that is really, really gross looking. They are, and it's a biblical plague, I guess, of biting creatures called clam worms. There's so many connotations of that. Uh, I got a clam worm for you. Hey, uh, my worm likes clams. <laughs> Shut up. But they have invaded the South Carolina coastline. Having authorities to let the beachgoers know, hey, you might not want to go swimming. Uh, clams worms uh, have hooked teeth and hooked jaws. I, I don't I, I don't want anything to do with these critters, these thingies. These things look scary. Now you got worms that can bite. Is there any more thing? I mean, aren't jellyfish like the cool like uh, initial threat of, hey, don't come in here? Isn't that the initial? When the water's firing itself at you to stay away, don't run back with us. Stay the fuck away. And now you got worms that got teeth? No thanks. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. No thanks. Don't want anything to do with biting worms. I love, I love people that they claim fake lawsuits. They're the best, aren't they? When you need that one thing that's called evidence. A woman in New Jersey is suing her local McDonald's, claiming the order was reportedly smeared with, that's right, the one and only thing that we can't, oh, God. Feces! 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 No word on if she ran out of the McDonald's yelling, Amanda Bordenos from Millville, New Jersey, filed a lawsuit against local McDonald's. 
because it did not prepare and serve its food in a safe and sanitary manner. No, it had doo-doo on it. In a statement provided to Fox News from McDonald's, the restaurant looked into the manner, quote, serving safe, high-quality food is always our top priority, and we take this claim seriously. We have taken the appropriate steps to investigate this matter and have been unable to sustain, substantiate the claim. So I guess this gal and her family went to McDonald's back in January. Family got home. They started eating fries out of the bag before the daughter reached into the bag to take out a hamburger. That's when the daughter noticed a brown substance all over the wrapper on the bun and on her hand. The family reported a horrible stench, according to the newspaper. Why? Because it was... She tried to call the McDonald's back, but nobody answered, so she called the police. I'd like to report shit on my burger. I got a shitty burger. Oh, man, that's no reason to complain. No, there's shit on my burger. Uh, Officer Kevin Gandy, uh, rookie, responded to the call and reported that he saw what appeared to be feces. Oh, he he saw it. Feces! 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 He went to the restaurant where the manager said it was not possible that... Feces! 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 Uh, Because uh, he put the burger in the wrapper himself and would have noticed something on his gloves. Uh, no health officials examined the burger wrapper, which she kept so she could be inspected. In her lawsuit, she's seeking unspecified money and damages. She claims that she and her daughter are still suffering severe emotional distress, shock and mental anguish, nausea, stomach pain, loss of appetite, heightened anxiety, and are required to seek medical treatment. All for some doo-doo on the hands. Telling you this right now. No. This ain't real. This can't. No, it, it, I'm going to tell you why it ain't real. I'll tell you why it ain't real. I don't think there is a mother bear out there. I don't care if you're white, if you're black, if you're Chinese, if you're Russian, whatever. If you're rushing around and you got to stop at fast food and you get it and you bring it home and you've been eating the french fries that were in the same bag, and your little girl reaches in there, and she pulls out a handful of poop, you ain't calling the restaurant. Oh, hell no. Your ass is driving to that restaurant, kicking the fucking door open, and asking the question, who put shit on my burger? Don't give me this call stuff. Don't, oh, nobody was there to answer. Well, that would fucking piss me off even more. I would go down there with a flamethrower. On the plus size, they may lose a little weight after this. Maybe. But I ain't buying this at all. 
You called the police there. See, see the the uh, the uh, the chain of of evidence is broken with you. You break the chain of evidence. I learned that on SVU. By the way, is that finally coming back next week? Feces. 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 Oh, whenever I, whenever I can play that sound effect, I will. Oh, my God. And that ain't even the best story of the whole morning. That's here. That's our last story of the day here. Just to let you know, this woman's name is Yastra Williams. No relation to the lady who used Gorilla Glue in her hair. Because this woman used nail glue for eye drops. I think hers was far more accidental than the gorilla glue in the hair. But now you're going to have to mark yourself safe from using nail glue on your eyes. Uh... She went to sleep with her contact lenses in, but woke up at 1 a.m. when she wanted to take them out because her eyes were dry. She reached inside her purse, grabbed what she thought was eye drops instead, took out a white bottle of nail glue, I was like, oh, my goodness, and it dropped in my eye, and I tried to wipe it away. It sealed my eyes shut. I started throwing cold water, and I was trying to pull my eyes apart. I couldn't. I was screaming for him to call 911. They, they took her to the doctor. The doctor made everything happen, saved her vision. The contact lens actually saved her, her eyesight. I don't see anything wrong with this story. All right. That's it. There you go. There you go. So, note to self, if I ever have nail glue in my purse, make sure it's a different size bottle than my eye drops. Come on, man. You can't make these stories up. I have a problem with the story. Ah, look at that. Maybe if you saw it from her side of the city, you would view it differently. Oh. <laughs> Little lead in. <sighs> All right. That does it for us today. Uh, we will be back on Monday. Monday. Look at that. You got a weekend. A weekend without me. How will you survive? How will you survive? I, I don't know. I know you will, though. Please uh, remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Uh, if you're going to go out and party this weekend, live it up, man. Enjoy it. I know the places are fixing to reopen, and people are excited about that, and I'm excited for you. But if you're going to go out and imbibe and drink and stuff, get an Uber, get a Lyft, get a cab home, just get home safe. So you can be here on Monday with us. Until then, adios, everybody. At first she's going to come on strong. 
Like she'll love you all night long Like it's going out of style Then she'll leave you with a smile You're gonna give her all your heart Then she'll tear your world apart You're gonna cry down there and, and I can pull my butt crack open for you if you want. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.